Welcome to Eden Exchanges. Today we spoke to Cameron Scott from the gyms and tennis in Western Australia and South Australia. Cameron discussed how he made the move from a career at Channel 9 to franchisor at gyms and tennis. He also discussed what makes a successful franchisee, his improved work-life balance since joining the franchise, and how gyms and tennis is capitalizing on growing market demand for antennas, digital TV, and other communication services in Australia. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu and I'm here with Frank Zemus from Eden Exchange. Hello everyone. Look, as part of our series on Australian franchise and buying opportunities, we're talking to Cameron Scott from Jim's Antennas in WA in South Australia. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Cameron. Pleasure, guys. Now, firstly, Cameron, look, you have a pretty interesting background. Can you tell us a little bit how you got into the Jim's Antennas business and also what you were doing prior to joining? Yeah, sure. Love to. I've come from a media background and prior to that, some steel merchandising over the last of 25 years and got to know the gyms business as clients when they were some clients of mine when I was at Channel 9 and really liked the business model and was getting to a point in my career where I wanted to get back into small business and uh, pretty passionate about small business. So was looking for an opportunity and the gyms model sort of suited my skill set around business coaching and, and helping franchisees, but also promotion and marketing. So whilst they sort of seem a little bit different on the surface, day-to-day, their business is actually quite similar. Yeah, and why do you say they're quite similar then? Well, one of the roles as, as a franchisor, we get to look after the franchisees and, and help them with their business. And when, a, when, when in media, that's essentially what a good media account manager would do as well, is, is look after their client and help them with, with business opportunities around advertising. So there's some similarities in that. Yeah, sure. Look, who, who would suit running a franchise in your region and what types of backgrounds do franchisees uh, normally come from? Yeah, look, one of the surprising things, guys, is the variety of backgrounds that our team members come from. We've got guys that have come from police force, IT, trade-based, and also guys that have come out f- from other countries for a specific career and that opportunity perhaps hasn't uh, worked out when they've got here and and chosen to join us, which has been terrific. So all walks of life really across the team. Yeah. So so do you get a lot of sort of people um, looking for a bit more sort of flexibility? Is that the sort of main driver or is that just being an independent business owner or taking, uh, taking success into your own hands, I guess? Yeah, look, it's probably all of those and it's generally probably three or four different things for each guy, but certainly the work flexibility for um, perhaps a dad of a young family looking to perhaps get out of the mining industry or whatever and then spend some time at home. That's fairly common for us, but also some guys that have perhaps been office bound for some time and coming out of a management level and really perhaps just want to be focusing on their own work or business opportunity rather than sort of managing staff anymore. But, yeah, look, the flexibility is probably the big thing in the end that allows guys to earn a really good income, follow a system that is proven over a long period of time and and then really just enjoy the lifestyle that it offers. That's really interesting. And, and can you sort of delve into a little bit about which markets you take care of and any, any unique characteristics about the WA market that make uh, the Jim's Antennas proposition unique there? Yeah, look, the Jim's brand has been tremendously successful in um, in Western Australia for a long, long time. Um, obviously, things started with mowing, but that, that was nearly 30 years ago over there. So it's got a strong following. And there's also a large presence of franchisees, not just for Jim's antennas, but across the group in Perth. So when you've got that many vehicles every day on the road, 
and that many franchisees uh, servicing clients every day, it just allows a really strong opportunity to get going. And one of the great things about that is in most instances, we see guys join the group and are taking work on their very first day. And mm. to, to perhaps go out on your own and, and have that ability to be busy from day one, it, it's almost impossible. But I guess that's one of the strengths of the WA market for us. Look, it's been a very unique market over the last 10 years um, with obviously some seriously good economical times and perhaps over the last 12 months, some less economical times. But we've just come through a really good period, and including the last four months of successive year-on-year growth. So we're a little bit fortunate that the brand's well-established and we perhaps haven't been hit by a downturn as much as some other companies. In, in fact, we're really on the up and up and welcomed three new team members over the last eight months into the group. Yeah, great. And are certain aspects of the business, could you categorise it as recession-proof or is that taking it a bit too far there? Oh, look, we'd love to say it's recession-proof, probably stretching it a little bit. But one of the great strengths with franchising and following a system is we know over time now and over, over 30-odd years that the, the system is obviously very sound in both strong and, you know, not, not recession times, but um, perhaps flatter markets. Yeah. And as long as the guys follow the system, generally they're pretty right. We're, to be putting guys on when things are quiet is a great story. But we're able to pull our resources in terms of advertising funding. And, and that's probably the great thing is that there's a, a continual supply of money coming through the business. So that, it, that allows us to grow. That allows us to stay strong and present where perhaps other companies and especially independent guys would be falling away and perhaps haven't got spare money to advertise over and above. But um, because the advertising percentage of the fees overall for franchisees is, is fairly small, it does create some strength for us going forward. And as we grow, the advertising fund grows, which when spent well, just creates a stronger product. Yeah, Matt, that, that's right. That sort of scale is important. So Jim, Jim's antennas is a bit of a misnomer. Um, it, it's so much more than what the name suggests. <laughs> Could you just sort of elaborate how the brand has evolved, especially in the last few years and what sort of uh, services you, you do offer? Yeah, certainly can. And it's been a really interesting, certainly the past 10 years, because just after I bought the, the regional rights to WA, the um, the GFC hit, and it was a fairly um, nervous time for us. But uh, thanks to the big electrical retailers, we had a tremendous time installing 40-inch plasma TVs. So we went from very typical antenna installation, and we still do a large majority of our business is that, but that's evolved into wall mounting TVs. And we've been fortunate enough to see enormous expansion in that electrical industry around, you know, plasmas into LCDs, OLED now, and the technology from those giant players is just continually coming through. So thankfully, there's lots of things to install and tune and, you know, make clients' lifestyles pretty cool. So yeah. we've seen wall mounting TV is massive for us, but I guess... It's been described as the new coal, and that's really data. And you, you obviously can see enormous amounts of money being spent on advertising data-related products. So installing data points has um, really been a good one for us over the last probably four years. But as, as we expand our range into home theatre, which we've been doing for some time, and, and projector systems and office, office fit-outs in terms of boardroom and presentation facilities. So, yeah, it's pretty diverse these days. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. It seems like you're quickly evolving to market changes as well. 
I mean, where do you see the industry heading over the next couple of years and any particular trends you see Jim's antennas latching onto? Yeah, look, look. Some of the some of the advantage of, of more and more technology is is less and less people want to perhaps be educated on it. So therefore, we we seem to get a bit busier and busier as as these products come online. And obviously, with lifestyles getting you know busier and busier for um, for families, the the sort of services we offer, people are just sort of bringing and saying, "Hey, can you come and do this?" So as long as we can find a time that fits their diary and our diary, yep. generally the service area for us just keeps growing. And I, I think. If there's an industry you do want to be in over time, it's a service-based industry because people still deal with people and you can buy things online, but it's very hard to get an online facility to actually install them. Yeah, absolutely. So as a franchisor, you work with a, obviously a number of franchisees. What, what would you class as a successful franchisee and what type of return should a franchisee be expecting and, and what sort of support do they get? Yeah, I'd like to think the support's fairly plentiful. I know personally we have, you know, eight team meetings a year with the guys and we speak to them, you know, monthly or, or fortnightly, depending on where they are in the system and how often they would like the contact. But we also, I, I catch up with team members anywhere between two and four times a year face-to-face, just one-on-one talking about what they want to achieve out of their own business. And I find that really good time to be able to help them stay on track with perhaps their goals or find areas for them to improve, whether it be training exercises or just giving them some feedback or giving them some statistics around what they're doing. So there's plenty of support. Uh, in relation to a successful franchisee, I guess I guess the success needs to be measured based on what they're trying to achieve out of it. So we've got some guys in the team that are certainly driven by sales and want great turnover and profitability. So we, we help those guys set some goals and targets for a year and, and keep them on track most months. So success can be measured in terms of dollars for those guys, and that's what drives them, which is great. But also, success might be measured based on more family time. So, so some of the team, are, you know, pretty pretty keen to make sure they get to every sports day, you know, for children between sort of five and fifteen years of age. So we find that if they're able to have that time with a family and miss out, you know, not miss out on those great life moments, that they find that's pretty successful as well. Yeah, sure. But, you know, we have had a couple of situations where over the time we've had to sit and meet with a franchisee because perhaps they weren't earning as much money as they would like to and, and we've sat down and looked at their diary over the last 12 months and they've, you know, taken nearly eight weeks off. So <laughs> that sometimes might just be a bit too much holiday. Yeah. But that's their choice and uh, and the luxury of being self-employed. Good. And given that, how has this franchise or you being part of Jim's Antennas affected your lifestyle? Yeah, probably been the benefit of, um, you know, the the time off to be able to see my kids grow. When I bought the business, my eldest son was six. He's now 16. So being able to probably exactly that, get to a few of the sports days and be able to coach a couple of his sporting teams over the journey. In, in a previous occupation, there's no way I would have been able to get that time off yeah. to be able to do that. But having said that, if you, you want the business to be tremendously successful, you you really do need to be aware of that time. So take it off if you want to. But, you know, you don't want to be just bleeding the business dry all the time because um, it's, it's, it does have to fund the lifestyle. Yeah, so, so you don't miss your Channel 9 days? Oh, look, there's a couple of people there that I absolutely loved working with and uh, I certainly miss those. Yeah. Channel 9 was good enough to teach me a lot of skills in relation to business and particularly advertising and promotion of which now I guess putting my own money where my mouth was from that job. It's a pretty exciting place to work in the TV industry, but... It's difficult long-term to not do what you love doing and my love's around small business and 
that's sort of where I came from when I left school and, you know, 30 years on from school, back in small business and loving it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, great. I mean, in, in terms of anyone listening who's interested in the opportunity and yeah, and can sort of get an understanding of that it'd be a good fit for them, mm-hmm. how do they reach out to you and what what are your next steps in first getting in touch with them and also explaining the system to them as well? Yeah, so, so typically we just love getting a, a phone call or an email message uh, to get in contact with them and generally we'll give them a call back um, sort of same day or, or next day catch up, just have a bit of a general introductory chat in terms of skill set, perhaps what they want out of the business and whether the business is actually going to deliver that. And then if, if the business is, is going to do perhaps what they want to achieve with it, then get together, have an informal discussion, but load them up with a bit more detail as well as perhaps um, present an information kit to them or, or post them one if they want to just have a read. And then from there, the potential team member can join us for a trial day and, and actually go and get a really good grasp of what it looks like day to day. And then from there, continue some discussions. Typically, we do see most guys, once they've had a trial day, join the team. The conversion rate for guys who've had a good look at it to coming on board is pretty good. They get excited by what we do. So lots of opportunity there to have a really good look and get some good information before making any commitment. Yeah. All right. Awesome. It's been a very informative talk there, Cameron, and thank you very much for your time. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, fantastic. And we do encourage anyone interested to head towards the Jim's Antennas website and put an inquiry in. Alternatively, click on inquire under this podcast and one of the team will be in touch with you for some more details. Apart from that, it's been a pleasure talking to you and look forward to hopefully yes. chatting to you again soon, Cameron. Thanks, Cameron. Pleasure, guys. All the best. Thank you. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Cameron Scott of Jimson Tennis in Western Australia and South Australia. For more information on this or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to EdenExchange.com or www.businessbuyinvest.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram for recent updates on the buying and investing business world. You can subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Thanks for listening.